You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. Hello, all you guitar players out there. Welcome to the Music Interval Theory Academy's podcast. Today, we have some great subjects we're going to talk about. My name is TC. I'm your host for today, and you're going to love this show. He's a man. He's a man with a dream. Don't understand. Let me paint the scene. Oh, yes, I am a man with a dream. A dream of all guitar players being free to think theoretically on the guitar so they can compose for television, film, video games, songs, whatever you want to do. You'll be able to be free. That's Music Interval Theory. That's the subject that we're going to be talking about today. And specifically, we're going to talk about triads, the final frontier. Now, when we talk about triads, we're not just talking about major, minor. We're talking about three notes. Any three notes is a triad. That's what triad means. Three legs, three feet. It stands on three notes, and that will create an identifiable and specific sound for those three notes. Okay, the first triad we're going to start with is one we all know and love, the major triad. That's made of scale tones. Scale tone one, three, and five is the one that is the most heard in diatonic music, which means pertaining to a scale. Now, what I want to do is take major triads and voice lead them. That's a new concept for guitar players. Voice leading means we are going to connect major triads in the opposite direction that the bass moves. So in other words, if I'm going to play an E-flat major triad to an F major triad, that bass note is going up. But I'm going to voice lead the triads going in the opposite direction, descending against an ascending bass. This is what it would sound like if we voice lead major triads descending against an ascending bass. Those are all major triads with the bass line moving by whole notes up while the voice leading is moving down. This gives us contrapuntal and balance in our compositions. Now those were major triads. Now let's try taking the triads that come from a scale and playing them in the opposite direction of the bass. Scale-wise voice leading is a mixture of triads, major, minor, and diminished. However, 
we refer to diminished as an equivalent because it has exactly the same spacing between all of its notes. They are equivalent. What gives major triads their sound is the formula 4 plus 3. That means between the first and the second note, there are four semitones, and the second and the third note, there are three. That's four plus three, and that's in the basic position. Minor triads, on the other hand, are the reverse. They are three plus four. We'll be talking a lot more about the intervals between notes and the interval combinations that make up triads. But for now, just know a major chord is 4 plus 3 and a minor chord is 3 plus 4. Okay, now let's go back to our major triads of 4 plus 3 and add some passing tones, some changing tones, and substitute tones in between each of the triads. Check this out. I'm sure you can hear the musicality coming out of these major triads when we put passing tones, changing tones, and substitute tones between each structure. Now, let's talk about voicing, not voice leading, but voicing. Voicing can be open voicing or close voicing. What you just heard in our last example is close voicing, but we are also voice leading the triads. Listen again. You can hear how the triads are descending. Now, let's put an ascending bass underneath it. So now we've taken close voiced triads, put voice leading to them in the opposite direction of the bass, and added substitute tones, changing tones, and passing tones. And it's becoming more musical. So that was close voicing. Let's listen to what open voicing sounds like. Open voicings are easy to find. Take your close voice and drop the note under the melody one octave, and you'll have an open voicing. Open voicings are rich and have full body and great when you're playing solo guitar. We're going to look at how triads can be applied using a lot of open voicings. One thing you want to keep in mind when you're orchestrating for guitar is where you want to play the melody. Do you want it on top of the triads or do you want it on the bottom of the triads? Let's hear an example of the bottom of the triad, what that would sound like.
Great. Now, let's listen to a little melody called Tippy Toes, where the melody is on the bottom of the triad at first, and halfway through the piece, it goes to the top of the triad. Take a listen. Now the melody is going to the top. And now back to the bottom. Great. That's the sound of triads being connected with diatonic passing tones, substitute tones, little resolutions, and returning tones. We'll explain all of these in another podcast, but these are simple movements that you can apply to triads. Okay, I know this is a lot going on, but these are triads. When you put passing tones and changing tones and returning tones and diatonic passing tones between the triads connecting them, you get music that sounds a lot like the Baroque era, if you want. You don't have to use them this way, however. I really like this little tune, Tippy Toes, so I decided to play it on an electric guitar and not a steel string acoustic, so you could hear what it sounds like. Just the guitar, no bass, straight ahead guitar, only triads. Check it out. If you don't think that's a workout for your hands, you're one heck of a guitar player. I had to spend a lot of time trying to really practice this slow, but it was worth it because you hear how great just triads can sound. Okay, let's move on to some other fun triads. Maybe not just the four plus three or three plus four, which are major and minor triads, to just three random notes, or maybe we'll pull them from different scales, like the octatonic scale. That has some really interesting triads in it. Let's check some of those out. He's a man. He's a man with a dream. Ha! Don't understand. Let me paint the scene. He's at the track, strapped in. Oh, yeah, I love that tune. R.J. Tucker. You know, 
I'm going to give you a little history lesson here. R.J. Tucker was a bootlegger, a rum runner, a whiskey maker. He was a guy that drove a fast car. And that fast car was fast because all of the bootleggers in the South, which is where I live, needed to escape the police to be fast and be able to get through all the police chases. And that's how NASCAR began with those guys doing stock car races. And eventually in June of 1949 at the Charlotte Speedway in North Carolina, NASCAR was launched. Anyway, I just thought that's fun. And that's where that tune comes from. That's a swampy rap from Sean Kennedy, who's a friend of mine. That's pretty cool. Thank you, Laura. It is pretty cool. And now, let's get back to the topic. Let me introduce to you two triads that work together great. Four plus two and five plus one. Here's what they sound like. Great. That is close voicing of the IC 4 plus 2 and 5 plus 1. Those are triads that come right out of the octatonic scale. That's a great scale, and it has eight notes. It also embraces several different tonalities. That'll have to be another podcast, but just know that these ICs, 4 plus 2 and 5 plus 1, come right out of that scale. You may remember from an earlier podcast that 1s can expand to 3s, and that 2s are dominant. Well, when we have a 4 plus 2, we have a 4 interval and a dominant interval of 2. And the 5 plus 1, we have a very stable interval in the 5, and the 1 can expand to 3. Let me demonstrate, first starting with the 4 plus 2. Because of the two interval, there are a couple of great places that that chord or triad or IC 4 plus 2 can take us. And you can hear it sounds right, like it's supposed to go there. Now let's try 5 plus 1. 5, a stable interval, and 1, an unstable interval that really wants to resolve. And we've learned that ones can resolve to threes. And they can resolve either by the top tone moving up or the bottom tone moving down. Let me play them for you.
can hear how natural the resolutions are, and they take us to really pretty new tonalities. That is the magic. That is the nature of understanding music interval theory on the guitar. That was close voicing. Now, we're going to do open voicing. And I want you to know that a 4 plus 2, when it becomes open, it becomes a 6 plus 10. And a 5 plus 1 becomes a 6 plus 11. These two ICs, or triads, can create really contemporary sounding music. The octatonic scale is the basis of a lot of jazz playing, but it also can be sweet, like this intro. Check this out. Wow, that's really sweet. But these intervals, these ICs, these triads can become super avant-garde. And they were great for keyboard players, too. Okay, well, I would say simmer down, simmer down. That's a little outside. But we can be beautiful with these type of ICs and triads. Well, I guess it's pretty obvious that there is a wide variety of ways we can express ourselves once we know how these ICs or triads work and what systems we want to apply them to, scale systems or just free. Remember, I'm a man with a dream? Sadly, this is the end of this podcast. But before we leave, I've sketched out for the piano a nice little tune called Toodles. In a future podcast, we'll orchestrate this for guitar, maybe even add orchestra. Thanks for hanging out with us today. This is TC saying au revoir. We'll see you soon. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy, your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.com.